Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vests, grab into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live, truly. On the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River, right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good morning, Chop Professor. Good morning, Tony Sanders. Glad to have you back, sir. It's good to be back. Was I out? I was out, wasn't I? Yes, you were, last Saturday. Oh, yeah, you guys were snaking. Yes, we were talking amphibians, reptiles, and all other crawly, creepy critters. It is good to be back. I actually was in Paris. Bonjour. Tennessee. Oh, and I uh, had a great time at the world's largest catfish fry. want to say hello to uh, Officer Fairchild, who stopped by to see us to make sure that uh, he didn't need to cuff us this morning. He is uh, He's out here already patrolling uh, Hamilton County's most beautiful park, I think, Chester Frost. And uh, he's a uh, Hickson boy, and he's uh, out here making sure we're staying safe. Appreciate him coming by and seeing us. I was going to ask him if he had any chalk. I'd lay down on the concrete and let it draw around me. <laughs> we I are asking me if he had any biscuits. Oh yeah, where's the food, man? <laughs> Five thirty. Okay, uh, that's all right. We can we can we can suffer for thirty minutes. No, it is. Uh, wow, what a night! It is. Uh, it is clear. Flat calm. Uh, flat calm is not even describing it. I mean, it is glass top out there. You could almost walk on that water. I, I bet you we could see a fish jump right now halfway across the river. The uh, uh, we'll talk a little bit more later, but I did go fishing at Kentucky Lake. Saw my first Asian carp live. Um, I saw some fried the night before. <laughs> so how was it? It was extremely good. Okay. Um, I have been wanting to try it. Everybody keeps telling me it's actually very tasty, and I have been wanting to try it. Um, and, um, we were at the Tennessee, no, 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 what was it? We were at the Sportsman's Caucus Alliance, Sportsman's Alliance Caucus. Anyway, it's all the legislators and stuff, uh, were there. Uh, Mike Bell was the, uh, the legislator in charge, uh, or, you know, the, the, Organizer, could I think? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I mean, he, he was the one on the invitation. Gotcha. And uh, good to see Mike. And uh, it was a good, good opportunity to raise some money for the foundation and uh, Sportsman's Alliance and uh, Sportsman's Caucus. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. And, uh, but it was, it was a great time. But they had Asian carp uh, that they had fried. And I had, I had actually found three restaurants in Nashville that served it. Uh, our uh, our chief of fisheries Frank had given me three restaurants that served it in Nashville, so when I was back in Nashville later this month, I was going to go by and try it. Mm-hmm. But they had some there that they cooked, um, and it was it was rather tasty. I was surprised. It was it like a flaky white fish? No, no, it was um, it, it was a very white fish, very clean, mm-hmm. uh, very 
good tasting. I mean, it, it, there, it was just, you know, when I think flaky, I'm thinking kind of like, uh, what's... Um, like cod? Yeah, cod or something like that. This wasn't like that. This was more of a texture of a tilapia catfish or whatever. Okay. Uh, but it was it was really good. Maybe we need to start fishing for those things. Um, well, I don't want them in my water. No, I don't either. And they're not, apparently, you can't fish for them, per se. The, if you got a shotgun, we can fish for them. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I, I told some of my fellow commissioners my idea about doing the um, the shotgunning for carp. Right. They they really frowned on that. They didn't think I could get it past the commission. Uh, yeah, well, I don't I, know. I think, we ought, I think we ought to do it. I mean, uh, we, you can bow fish from a boat. Why can't you shotgun from a boat? I, you know, I don't know. Something about safety, shooting at flat surfaces, I don't know. Isn't that like two or three of the commandments of uh, gun safety, I think? Pretty much. Okay. But <laughs> if it's a controlled environment, it's kind of like, uh, what do they call the thing where you put the turkey in front of you and crawl through oh, the field fanning. and get shot at? Yeah, fanning. Yeah. You know, if it's a controlled environment, okay. Yeah, we I'm, could do it. <laughs> but anyway, it, uh, it, it, was, uh, it was interesting. Uh, had some really interesting conversations with uh, our guide that took us fishing uh, about how Asian carp had changed the waters, mm-hmm. the fish, and it's not. It's it's basically a competition for food. They're okay. eating the the you know the the plankton and uh, what is it zooplankton and and the different things that the small fish eat which means the small fish kind of starve out. If you don't have small fish, you don't have big fish because big fish eat the small fish, and it just kind of has disrupted the whole thing. We've just got a real big hiccup in the food chain is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's interesting uh, to hear their their approach and in, uh, in what they're doing and trying to incentivize and selling it and uh, to try to bring the waters back, but. You know, I like the commercial aspect of it, though. If, if there's a market for it, and if you're saying it's as good as you say it is, you know, we might be able to make a big dent, and which would, you know, ultimately benefit the state of Tennessee. Correct. That's so, correct. So how was the other fishing, not the the regular fishing that you did up there? Um, it was good. It was slow. Uh, it was not fast at all. It was windy, though, wasn't it, from the pictures I looked at? It was not too bad it was cool okay uh but it was uh it was fun it was fun but today we're going after bass 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 not stripers not striper bass oh large large mouth this is the sportsman's warehouse dream tournament is this carl's 13th 14th 13th year they've been doing this tournament wow i mean think about that there's I don't is I don't know if there's any other tournament besides the CBA that's been around 13 years now. I, we had the long-time Alhambra Shrine Tournament. We had the uh, long-time uh, Chattanooga Times Free Press Tournament. Those have come and gone. The Shrine Tournament's still around, but in a much different format. Uh, but this one has been consistent for 13 years now, and uh, that's pretty cool. That is. Benefits Silverdale Baptist Academy. If you drive by, I like to uh, drive by the fields over there at Silverdale, which are, are really kind of nice, and say, <clears throat> I helped build this. Yes. I remember the year you left me here and went fishing. 
Yeah, I thought about it again today. Yeah, I, I know you thought about it. I, <laughs> that's why I was prepared. I was like, I got, I was thinking, you know, if Tony did, decides to hop a boat, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking a lot of fly fishing at a bass tournament. So this is uh, this is always fun. Uh, if you've never been here, please come out and see us, Chester Frost Park. Uh, we'll be here all morning, checking out what's going on and talking to the different people. Uh, Carl, if you want to sit down and, and grab a headphone there, we'll go ahead and mic you up here. And uh, and as of course with uh, live broadcast, it may not be as smooth as it normally is, but we'll do our best. How how are you doing this morning, Carl? Uh, good morning, Tony Sanders and Rob. It's great to be with you this fine, fine morning, dry morning. You know, unlike your predecessor, you're out here early. For the uh, the blast off every year. Well, I think Jim waited till the uh, biscuits were actually here. Uh, he did, and uh, would he would show up and uh, you know eat his biscuits, sing the national anthem, and then he would leave again. But you stay. I like it. I, I think blast off is the best part of the tournament for me. I, I enjoy this. You know, it's going to be sooner than I thought too. What what time is safe light today? Um, I don't know, but I know that it's um. It's in the 6.30-ish range, um, maybe even a little bit earlier than that. Uh, sunrise is at 6.46. It may be as early as 6.15. And Brent says as soon as he feels it's safe light, he's going right. to give the green light, and off they go. And that's, that's so much fun to watch these guys throttle up. I like the ballet of boats that's going on right oh, yeah. now. These guys just pull in, back up, in the water, out, and done. And even three wide at one time. Yeah. Oh, I know. You, you come out here to- in the summertime, and you watch, uh, we'll just say, non-fishermen putting boats in and taking them out. And right. It's, it's kind of humorous. But you can sit here, and, and they'll load 100 boats into the water in, in just minutes. And uh, unlike the uh, the others that boat once or twice a year. Yeah, good Lord. I'm sure you've seen the video, but it, it's rather true. There was a, a Family Guy video of him trying to back a boat down a ramp, and it went into the oh. hilarity of jackknifing it a few times and then just, you know, just heading in just straight forward with the car and the, just floating the boat behind it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's If you want to really see some humor, come out here on um, Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. That's when, you know, the unofficial kickoff of summer and uh, you, you, you combine maybe a little bit of alcohol with uh, uh, not – being really practiced at putting a boat in the water, and it gets kind of humorous. They go right down the middle, and then they think, oh, yeah, now's the time to unstrap it and <laughs> put, ch- the plug in. put the plug in, check, check, make sure we got this. Oh, well, we'll just wait another five. Oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll get it launched here in a few 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's, uh, and these guys, man, they pull in while the boat's being inspected. They're unhooking it, and uh, and they swing around, drop it in, and they're gone. I mean, it's it, probably not what rob 20 seconds from start to back end to they're out of the water probably the not truck, even that i mean it's crazy well these guys know what they're doing and they're they've obviously spent a lot of time on the water so well it's all for the money too i mean they're here they're, these are pros yes yes and uh it, when uh, a little bit later in the day we'll get uh brent brady over here talk about uh you've got a huge tournament happening up in um dayton had 165 boats signed up for that thing and that started on Thursday, but they've made some cuts. So uh, 
I don't know why we couldn't have those guys picking up here too. I don't know either. But uh, well, you know, one of the things I want, I'm kind of curious about as a commissioner, one of the biggest complaints I get is the amount of tournaments that happen in this area. And it's it, let's face it, it's a hot it's a hot lake, uh, and and we're not talking about the uh, you know the tournaments like this that benefit a, an organization as much as. Uh, all the other organiz- all the other tournaments that are happening that are bringing in hundreds and hundreds of boats. Now I have to admit we talked greatly about the MLF tournament, and I love that format of having somebody on a boat and measuring a fish, weighing a fish, and then putting the fish right back in the water. Uh, that takes away some of the the excitement here at the at, at the weigh-in area, but it is what a what a way to save some of the some of the resources and the, some of the fish and. They've got it to such a science. If you've never been to a weigh-in here, the weigh-in starts at, is it 3 o'clock today, Carl? Yes, sir. So they're going to start doing the weigh-in at 3 o'clock. Come and look and see what they do to make sure these fish survive. Uh, They have oxygenated tanks uh, right at the weigh-in station, and so once a guy gets his bag to the the weigh-in station, the fish are in, um, you know, water with oxygen introduced to keep them healthy. Uh, from the time that they are taken out of the water to actually wade is is just very quickly and then right oh, back gosh, in the yeah. water. So oh yeah, and they're handled with care. Uh, you mentioned in the tournaments, the Bassmasters College Championship is coming to Dayton, right? August first uh, through third. So that's another big tournament. Everybody's coming to everybody's coming to Chickamauga. Chickamauga, man, this is this is the place. All right, it's time to go pay some bills, and when we come back, we'll be talking to Carl about their involvement with this uh, tournament through all these years and and everything that's happening at Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, give us a call, 423-267-1023. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423 423- 280-3677. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. 
No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, live from Chester Frost Park. What is an outdoor show doing outdoors? What we're supposed to be doing outdoors. Yep. Right here for the 13th annual Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament. The boats are coming in. They've been coming in now for about the last 20 minutes, pretty steady. One right after the other. They go through an inspection, then they drop it in the water. Then they sit on the water, get ready to go. It's it's like it's like a a, a prize fighter getting ready for a fight. Mm-hmm. Sure you is. Know. And uh, you know, and everybody's got their different opinions on how things, how to get prepared for a tournament. I know, I fished with a couple of different people that are are very good fishermen, and you know, I remember one guy had a, probably his first six baits already rigged ready to go so all he had to do is pick up a rod and throw it They're all the same rods and all had a different bait and then he said and he'd tell me he said after those first six then i'll figure out what i'm gonna do if those aren't working <laughs> um and so it just again everybody is we, we've seen people walking by us here because uh, we're literally right at the ramp man that guy wasn't in the water i mean it's just I looked at my 15 watch. 15 seconds. It was 14. Looked 14. At my watch. Looked at my watch. It was 14 <laughs> seconds. The uh, But, you know, we've seen people walking by with a handful of rods and stuff like that. So you are you are geared. Got to be prepared. It's a long day. Yep. Uh, blast off 6.30-ish, and they weigh in at 3, so you got a long day out on the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these these guys don't stop. No. Uh and I keep saying guys, ladies. I mean, there's ladies that are fishing. And this is a sport where uh, you there is no advantage in, in gender. Just no. not. Um, and so you got uh, anglers, uh, male and female, and it's a great sport. It was interesting. I actually spoke to um, a group, uh, the Rotary Club, uh, the Evening Rotary Club, downtown Chattanooga, uh, this week, and there were, you know, there were a, about a 50-50 mix of uh, men and women that were there, and they were all, for the most part, 40s or under. Okay. Uh, and I asked how many hunted, and there was one or two, but I asked how many fished, and more ladies raised their hand than men, which that, I thought was interesting. That is interesting. And, uh, and they were very enthused about fishing, very interested in some of the issues that we're facing in the state with the, the Asian carp and the fishing, and very familiar with the fact that the uh, Chickamauga is a lake on fire right now. 
Oh yeah. Uh, so it's it's all it's all exciting. It's all exciting. Carl, thirteen years you guys been doing this. Yeah, it's amazing time. You know, time <clears throat> has really been flying by, and you think of. If you go by Silverdale and you look at what it started with and what they have now, it's amazing what they've done. The athletic department has really uh, benefited greatly from this. So it's nice to have the community involvement and giving back, and it's a lot of a lot of fun. The outdoor uh, the outdoor uh, community really uh, is is welcomed at Silverdale, which is kind of cool. With the uh, wild game dinner, the uh, they just did something over there. Their uh, outdoor expo was really successful. Yeah, um, almost twelve, thirteen hundred people there at that. It was really nice. Yes. Uh, all the organizations were there. I mean, it really it's kind of cool to see that kind of an acceptance of the outdoor lifestyle. Yeah, they're really promoting getting the kids away from the screens and outside and, and enjoying what we have around here. Chattanooga area has got so much to offer. Oh, it's it's unbelievable, and uh, and I mean we're sitting like I said, this is one of my favorite areas. Chester Cross Park is just phenomenal, and I love to camp over here. Uh, I'm sure the campers love hearing us, you know, at 5 a.m. this morning. I got because uh, I can I can guarantee they can hear us. Hello, good to see you. <laughs> Morning. As calm as it is, yes, sir. I so, actually caught one of my tarps right off that point right over there. Oh, did you hear that? Do you hear how he worked that in? I'm just one saying, of my tarps. One of my, one of my many, many tarp fish. How many have you got, Tony? Uh, I've got, you know, Master Angler two's worth. Yes, I have. Uh, I don't. That's, that's five different species. Oh, see. Qualifying. Ah, see, here we go again. But, uh, no, it's it, this is an amazing lake right now and uh, holds a state record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... There goes our Sportsman's Warehouse team right now, getting ready to get in the water. Are they? Are they? Are they going? There's in? There's Connor. Good luck, Connor. Is the plug in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the uh, that's awesome. So, how many teams you've got into the? We've in got the turn- two teams in today. All right. John Oxford's on the other one with Corey. So, uh, wish these guys luck. I think last year they won enough to pay for the grass. Did they? So, yeah. So. Hey, that's that's. I put that in the wind column. That's better than uh, than not. No doubt. Well, at least he got a free fishing rod last year too. So, um, why why did uh, why did Sportsman's Warehouse get involved? In, and not only that, why have you stayed involved so long? Well, of course, it started before I got involved. Big old Jim Rhodes was. Uh, they were looking for a way to find a football field or a practice field for the kids. They got a team and no place to play. And they were coming up with some kind of an idea to raise money. And they said, well, instead of a, a raffle or auctions or other typical things, let's try something different and throw a fishing tournament. And that very first year, I think we had 98 boats. It was incredible turnout. Of course, 13 years ago, how many term- tournaments did you have on the lake then? Right. So the timing was right. And it was, it's been the first Saturday in May pretty much ever since for 13 years. I was asked by another store how do you do it for 13 years and i said well it helps when you have the same director for 13 years so i got to give hats off to brent brady right he's really a, really got this down to fine art and i think maybe you'll have some biscuits coming soon here all right <laughs> uh yeah he, the, this this is one of the smoothest run tournaments there are and uh and you know brian has always been gracious um to to help run it and uh and has taught other people how to run it uh, other tournaments, and you know, we've had several partnerships through the years, uh, different tournaments that have come and gone, but this one is stuck. So, yeah, I'm still the reigning champion of the UTC <laughs> Bass Tournament. Uh, yes, me, you are. Me and Jeff Reed uh, have been champions now for almost six, seven, eight years in a row. Yep. 
and uh, <laughs> and hopefully it will continue that way. Helps when you don't have a tournament anymore. Yeah, I was going to ask, when was the last time it was held? Six, seven, eight years ago. Uh, okay, just checking. Yep, yep, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I love it. I love it. I, hey, I am champion, nobody, reigning champion. Nobody can unseat you. That's right. So, <laughs> But, uh, you know, and like you said, Carl, the, the fields out there now are amazing uh, to go and uh, to see what they have got over there from, and this has only been a part of it, but it's been a consistent, steady part. Yep, and, and I heard they have groundbreaking soon of a new facility, so they, they're really making some great progress out there. Sweet, sweet. Rob? Sir? Why aren't you fishing in the tournament? Uh, I've got to go to graduation. Oh, Why can't not, you fish and go to graduation? I would love to. I, I would love. I would love not to be going to graduation. I'll put it that way. I would rather be going to uh, a fishing that? tournament. What time does that start? Well, actually, this year it was supposed to be about nine o'clock, but they had to split it due to uh, some location errors, and we're having two graduations: one at nine and one at two. So well. I got to be at the one at two, and I have to be there early because I'm one of the faculty marshals so you're barely going to get a nap in i know <laughs> well i started to make him wear his uh i i got i got where's the, gown. the bow tie <laughs> i got i i got the the gown in the car I left the hood the hood and the uh mortarboard are still at the house so well that doesn't you're then you're half dressed true true <laughs> but it's also derby day too it's also may oh, the fourth may the fourth be with you <laughs> oh good lord so a muddy track today? <clears throat> uh, yeah, definitely a muddy track. It, I looked at the rain forecast up there, and I've been watching the odds. And, whew, it's going to be nasty. Where'd the stars go? We had stars earlier. Well, as long as it stays dry, we're happy campers. Yeah. You ain't kidding. Because, uh, as you can see, we don't have a tin up. No. We'd be. I got a rain jacket, but I don't know how that'll help the electrical equipment that we're using here i do have yeah. an umbrella <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sitting here with you know my feet and my arms all over this electrical stuff right i just soon not have water mixed with that i was told if it starts raining to lay across it lay across <laughs> it yes <laughs> sacrifice Sa- yourself Max. sacrifice myself for the equipment absolutely De- dedication right there yes, dedication yes. uh well no wait a minute you, you're calling dedication i would not necessarily uh expect uh to see him do that to be honest with you <laughs> i just that's just me uh i may be wrong i may be wrong but we'll see here comes our sportsman's warehouse team out of the water they got the boat ready to go they so got biscuits in hand and their energy energy going with these biscuits and i, I can see now a 10 pounder right there <laughs> what the biscuit <laughs> he wishes Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 
472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at 80sfertilizer.com. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, broadcasting live from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. And the reason we're outside is because that's what our outdoor show should be, is outside. We're out here for the 13th Annual Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament. Uh, benefiting Silverdale Baptist Academy. We have with us the brand new eight month, I guess, into the tenure, Taylor Hasty, who is the uh, athletic director. Welcome. Thank you, Tony. Glad to be here. You excited to be here and part of Silverdale? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Silverdale is an amazing place, as you guys know. Uh, it's been uh, been amazing the last, really, this this school year to be a part of everything that's going on. Excited to be here this morning and be a part of the fishing tournament for the first time. Well, you know, one of the things when you said you're a new athletic director, my mind started working. I'm like, all right, so I got, I'm going to ask him, what do you think about taking over a, a program that's got a big fishing tournament? And then he finds out he's from Bryan College where they were the collegiate champions just two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like this is a surprise to him then. <laughs> no, and, you know, fishing is one of those amazing sports that uh, everybody can participate, all ages. You know, you can do it for – you can fish for a lifetime, uh, which is really amazing. And, and it was really uh, good for us at, while we were at Bryan to, to come up with the idea to start a fishing team about six years ago. Mike Keene did a phenomenal job of getting that off. Had a lot of support from the local community, obviously being right there in Dayton, Tennessee, and – uh, getting some anglers in from really all over the 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 southeast, um, and they man they fished really well uh, down the stretch, and and um, you know we're able to pull in a national championship, and that program's really growing. And now to come to Silverdale and be a part of one of the first high school fishing teams, you know Brent Brady's done a phenomenal job there, and then 13 years ago to be able to partner with Sportsman and be able to do that really for over a decade for for this event specifically, um, and so uh, it's been been really fun for me to be a little bit a part of that uh, right here this morning. So what was the lure to uh, take you from from the college level down to uh, the high school level? Um, and, you know, everybody can talk about whether which one's important or not, but I think high school personally is myself is it's really that formation years that you really get a chance to, to make an impact on these young athletes' lives. So but what what was your draw? Well, sure. I think I think there's there's a couple different things. I think I was, one, I was doing a lot of things at Bryan and, and being a part of a lot of different parts of the organization. It took me away from my family quite a bit. So it was an opportunity to, you know, kind of be here in the Chattanooga area and be around my, my family a little bit more right. with my young kids. And um, so that's been really good. But more more than that is is being a part of all the things that Miss Hansard and, and uh, the board and, and our staff and faculty at Silverdale have, have created over the last, you know, 20 years. We're only 20 years old, only been around since 1999. And to see all the things that uh, have been accomplished at, at that school and, and on that campus over the last 20 years, uh, to be a part of, you know, really kind of continuing to help grow and, and continuing the, the incredible foundation that's been laid by so many before uh, was exciting to me. And uh, so it's really nice to be a part of Silverdale. So what's coming up athletically with the, with the school? Well, we kind of have uh, a big thing coming up athletically this, this coming uh, Tuesday 
uh, we break ground on the Silverdale Center, which is a, a $9 million fine arts uh, and a gymnasium uh, that's going to be right there on our campus. And so we're excited to break ground about that. It's been, you know, about an 18-month process between architects and, you know, contractors and, and getting all of that, that, that stuff laid. And so we're really excited to get that going. should be open for the 21, 2021 school year. Um, it's going to be a 1,000-seat gymnasium, you know, about 650-seat uh, fine arts center and, and include some classrooms and a weight room. And it's going to really enhance not only our athletic department but also our fine arts program. And, you know, that's one of the cool things about Silverdale is it's not – we're not trying to be one-dimensional. We're trying to be all-inclusive, trying to do so many different things um, together for the good of our students uh, and ultimately to further the name of Christ in, in, uh, in their lives. So, the, uh, How's uh, – you, you've got uh, a very good football team. Uh, you have – Basketball, I'm assuming, baseball, so you got all the majors. Right, all the sports. major sports, uh, tennis, golf, uh, cross country, track and field. Um, and, and, you know, Silverdale being having about 300 uh, students in the high school, you know, we share athletes, which is really neat. So you right. have a really good football player who then is a good basketball player. And, you know, sometimes they'll play three sports. You know, sometimes you'll have. You'll have a, a student athlete who runs track and field and cross country and also might play basketball or soccer. And so it's really an opportunity for them to be involved in multiple sports and play for, for different coaches. And um, it's really neat as we continue to work on our athletic culture and kind of develop one culture throughout the athletic department. And it's, it's fun to be a part of that. Well, good. Um, this is, uh, is this the, in, in college, I don't, I guess this is a, a unique fundraiser. Uh, for any any organization, school, high school, college, whatever, uh, how's this as from the history that you've been told by the people? How's this benefited you know Silverdale uh, throughout the years? Do you... I think I think you know in a lot of ways it's almost uh, too many ways to count. I think um, anytime you have a fundraiser that has this longevity to it, you know there's a reputation that it kind of established. Sportsman's been a big part of that. Um, you know, being able to part with, partner with them for so many years. And, uh, you know, as I, I've kind of come come along here and, and um, you know, heard about the the this event from Brent Brady and, and some others at our academy, and uh, I think there's everything from – there's all, all the time there's, there's different projects that have to be done along the way. You know, you have big – uh, projects like the Silverdale Center that's being built or the athletic right. complex that was built about a decade ago. You have major projects that are kind of big splashes that everybody knows about. Well, also along the way, there are all sorts of, of things that have to be done in order to make those things happen. So whether it be, um, you know, shooting machine for basketball or uh, whether it be, you know, um, you know, expanding the football locker room or, or you know, one of our, our big, you know, projects coming up is is really trying to figure out what we're going to do um, we're trying to enclose you know some batting cages and, and kind of create more of a place for our visiting uh, football teams to have to change you know th- different different pro- little projects like right. that well every fundraiser along the way contributes to those projects that may seem small but uh, on, on a larger scheme they it, they directly impact the life of our student athletes our fans our coaches uh, and and so sportsmen's and and this event has been a major part of that well good good Rob, that's awesome. I was just, I'm just fascinated by all the sports that are available now, and, y- and y'all do have a high school fi- fishing team. We do, yes. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. I, I know. I'm sitting here thinking, why didn't they have this when I was a kid? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> we got in trouble for yeah, fishing. I, I almost didn't graduate with my undergraduate because there was this really great caddis hatch going on, and it was either go to theory of world religion class or go catch fish. And sounds like a difficult choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I figured it was, well, you know, 
You were communing with nature and the good Lord anyway. That's well, right. No, I figured exactly out, right. what was it, four out of 12 Christ's disciples were fishermen, so I figured, yeah, fish, why not, yeah. you know. That's right. Well, Rob, you know, you know, that's the thing about a sport like fishing is that you can do it. I mean, you, you, you can do it for a lifetime, as I mentioned earlier, and uh, it's really kind of a, a booming sport. I mean, you know, 15 years ago, there were very, very few high school teams. I think Silverdale was one of the first high school fishing teams in the area. Uh, you know, college fishing. Uh, I didn't even know about college fishing when I went to college, you know, about, about 15 years ago. And yet now it, it's booming. I mean, almost oh, every yeah. college in the country um, has a fishing team. And the cool thing about fishing that I, that I really liked, especially when I was at Bryan, was that, um, that it was regardless of level. So when you go to a fishing tournament, you're fishing against Alabama, you're fishing against Georgia, you're fishing against, you know, Tennessee has a team. You know, you're fishing against all the – everybody's fishing together. They all put their right. teams in. They go out and pair. You know, they come back in. And so, you know, if if Brian wins, then, you know, Brian College has just taken down Alabama and Tennessee. And, you know, you can't compete like that in any other sport. Uh, there's, there's almost no uh, equal playing field that exists. You know, in all of the other major sports, there's divisions. That's true in high school as well. There's all these divisions that exist, not in fishing. That's one of the things that I love about it is that, hey, you and your partner can go, get in a boat and go out on the lake and fish against, you know, everybody else that's there. there there's no, um, you know, respect or it's a you know, respectable sport in that nature. So Okay, go ahead and, and, and pitch the school and, and tell people why they should be bringing their kids and grandkids to Silverdale. Well, you know, the, the thing about Silverdale Academy that, that I think is really uh, important, like I said before, is there's a, there's a holistic nature that, that comes with education, that understanding that, uh, education is more than just whether or not you show up to your theory of relativity class on on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 8 a.m. There, there's certainly a uh, there's value to your classes. You have to have them. They're growing your your mind and your knowledge lays a foundation for so many things. But Silverdale understands that there's a a spiritual nature to education that has to happen. That that you need to understand who you are uh, in Jesus and 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 what that means for your life. That there's a certainly a, a Athletic, there's extracurricular nature to, to academics and to education that's vital. Uh, and then there's the academic piece. And Silverdale's trying to be about excellence and integrity and discipleship in every single area of all that we're doing. Um, and so I think we do that at a very, very high level. And it's really fun for me to have been a part of that over the last eight months and, and really hear so many stories of how Silverdale Academy has impacted the lives not only of students but also of faculty and staff and parents and grandparents and you know uh, fishermen who are connected right. with the academy so it's been really um you know amazing for me just to to kind of be a small part of that over the last year well taylor i do appreciate you stopping by we've probably monopolized your time you, you you've you've got a lot of people going hungry down there with you sitting here so. <laughs> that's right i need to get them some biscuits <laughs> and you got more boats coming in that's so right. we appreciate you stopping by and yes sir maybe Thanks we can catch up here. with you uh, one more time before the the show's over here that'd be seven. great yes sir awesome. thank you Tony. thank Thanks, you Rob. all right robert we got about uh, another minute minute and a half before the break uh, let's when we hit the schedule. We haven't talked about that much. The outdoor calendar. Yeah, yeah. Coming up June first is going to be the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet. It's going to be at Alhambra Shrine. Doors open at five p.m. Okay. Let me. Here, here's the key. Sportsman's Warehouse. Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, July twentieth. Friends of the NRA is going to be out at the Weston. Hey, guess what? What? Sportsman's Warehouse. Yeah, that door's going to open at 5 p.m. That's going to be yeah. at the Weston. You don't want to yeah. miss that one. Yeah. And on September 5th, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event is going to be out at Benning's Benton Sporting Clays. Guess what? What? They're not involved yet, but they're going to be. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs>
It is. You know, none of none of this could go on in this series without sportsmanship. No doubt, no doubt. But yeah, those are that's what's coming up June first. Next one coming up is uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet at Alhambra Shrine. Doors open at five p.m. All right. Well, uh, JD, let's go pay some bills. Maybe I can get rid of this cough before we come back. Tony Sanders Outdoors is truly outdoors live from the 13th annual Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament. We are literally at the ramp. Come out here and see us. We appreciate it. We'll be right back. Bailey's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Bailey's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Bailey's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Bailey's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Bailey'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We are at Chester Frost Park. My feet are wet because the water is lapping up against them. That's how close we are to the water. How come you sound like you're chewing on a biscuit? Well, because I just swallowed a biscuit. <laughs> and the reason Tony's not on is because he's still chewing. Chewing yeah, on the biscuit. Yeah. He's still chewing on it. Nothing so, wrong with that. I'm still kind of swallowing at the moment, but <laughs> I get the tap, say something. Okay, I will. Here we go. Come on. Be a pro, man. <laughs> I'm working Jump on it. there. Yeah, I'm working on it. So... I'm thinking, we were just talking uh, off the air, we might have some weather moving in today, so if uh, all the anglers who are listening right now, we've gotten a report, watch yourself about 11 o'clock. Yeah, just talking to uh, Paul Shaheen from Channel 3, who is, uh, again, fishing the tournament, and uh, he was talking, he called the meteorologist over at Channel 3 this morning, and she said, you're good till about 11, then watch the radar, because there may be a few storms popping up here and there. I think that's why we don't have any more stars anymore. I think that the cloud cover has moved in. Could be. Could be what happened. We are sitting here with Mike from the fishing department at Sportsman's Warehouse. Good hey morning. Mike. I'm doing fantastic. How are y'all? You know, you need to be doing the, the dance, right? Because uh, I the, the non-rain dance. Is no, that, okay. no, the I beat hunting dance. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean. The happy dance. I have to say that uh, uh, the fishing department, and thanks to everybody in the Chattanooga area, has been doing fantastic uh, this year. Uh, I can't thank everybody enough, you know. So uh, I'm very happy so far this year. It's been been a real good year. Well, good. Good for you yesterday or recently or whenever it was. Well, yeah. Well, yesterday was particularly good, you know. Um, you know, we had, of course, you know, the boat captain's meeting you sure. know, last night, and that obviously played into everything. But overall, it's been a good. very good, you know, first quarter for the year for us. The uh, and, and that's good, and and you got a great fishing department. You've been there now how long? This will be coming up on well three years now. I've just I just passed three years. I'm not, you know, one of the things that I brag about uh, with sportsmen's all these years of. Of working with them is is people in the store actually do whatever it is that oh, they're talking about. So when I go and talk fishing with somebody, they're a fisherman. 
right. or a fisherwoman. Absolutely. Uh, and, I mean, I think that makes a big difference. And, and I think that, you know, one of the things that I like about the store is that there is a variety, meaning that you come into my department, you have people there that do different types of fishing. So you're not going to walk in and, you know, and, you know, obviously nothing against bass fishing, but, you know, it's, it's not a very, you know, um, a specific type of fishing that we talk about. If you want to talk about trout fishing, if you want to talk about fly fishing, there's, there's people there that do that. If you want to talk crappie fishing, if you want to, you know, just, you know, going out and just wetting a hook with, you know, a, a cricket on the end of it, you know, we can do that as well. Um, and so and that's the thing about the entire story. You go into any department and it's, uh, you know, got somebody there that can talk to you about something because they're doing it, like you said. That is awesome. That is awesome. So what's uh, the hottest thing on the, on the water right now? What's everybody out here going to be? That's exactly what I was thinking. Well, you know, um, I have to say that I have not seen one specific thing. I mean, the uh, people are buying a lot of plastics uh, in, you know, um, various forms, whether they're crawls or creatures or, you know, worms and that type of thing. There's still quite a few, you know, people are starting to buy a lot more of the swim baits. Uh, including some of the bigger swim baits. Um, I have not seen too many people, you know, walking out with uh, crank baits and stuff. Of course, you know, we're, we've passed the, the rattle trap phase for the most part. Right. Um, but, but it seems to be a little bit across the board. Um, you know, I'm not going to, you know, say, you know, that, you know, any one thing is going to really super dominate you know, like today uh, or the next, you know, week or so. But but the fish are in all different phases right at the moment. Um, and and you know, I think that's one thing. You're going to have to try several different things to, to yeah. find that fish. Right, right. You know, they're, 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 they're up shallow and they're starting to move out deep. So, I mean, you know, uh, and, and I think that today in particular, uh, if you don't already have, you know, kind of uh, uh, some fish pinpointed, I think you, you, you might end up with a little bit of a problem. I don't think you can, you know, run and gun too awful much today. So yeah, we'll the, see. The water's been coming up, and, and call me strange, but it's almost like they've already moved into their summer, uh, the summer pattern already. It's it's starting that way. You yeah. know, not totally, but it's getting there, you it, know. Uh, it just seems like it to me. Yeah. There's there's still a few fish that have yet to spawn. I think that the, this next full moon is going to be the last of it. I think that that's going to finally, you know, uh, take care of it for the year. But... Um, they're they're starting to move out deep. You know, they're starting to move into that, you know, post-spawn and to get into that summer pattern, and, and we'll see what happens, I guess. That's probably why everybody's stocking up on soft plastics. Right, right, yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're being caught up shallow, too, because, yeah. you know, I've talked to people, you know, um, you know, in the last couple of days that, you know, you cannot, you know, discount any technique, you know, for today, especially with the rain coming in. Yeah. Um, uh, Whoever, in my opinion, whoever wins this today is going to have a limit fairly fast. And I think that, you know, like I said, if they know where the fish are already, they're going to have a fairly decent bag for today. So I think it's going to take some weight to win this thing. Now, I'm sorry. You know what's kind of funny? I'm listening to this guy who didn't even own a non-fly rod until about a year ago. (laughs) Act like he knows what he's talking about. I do know what. I know patterning of fish. I didn't say I fished for them, but I know the patterning of fish. Well, you know, I've said for years and years and years, it doesn't matter what the truth is. It's what you get people to believe, and I think that's a typical fisherman's kind of, you know, that's attitude true. about things. So. I was going to say, I've seen, actually seen some uh, uh, willow flies already this morning yeah. flying around, so mm-hmm. that, that hatch could come off any time real soon, and that mm-hmm. would be a good topwater 
time. So right, and and I walked out onto the uh, end of the uh, dock out here. You know, when I first got here this morning, and you know, of course. You know, we've had the shad spawn and, you know, so forth. I've seen lots of bait fish, you know, out early and stuff. So it, it you know, again, you know, if you have a technique, you know where the fish are. You know, you may be in good luck today. Mike, thank you so much. We'll catch up with you again before the day, unless you're going fishing. No. But yeah. uh, first hour's in the can. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Tony Sanders Outdoors, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. We'll be right back. Everywhere you look was a sweet persimmon. Big around as a Florida lemon. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. That would be us sitting at the Tennessee River, truly on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Here at Chester Cross Park, the boats are still coming in, and uh, still there's still no traffic jam at the ramp. None. Explain that. Explain that, Rob. These guys know what they're doing. They do it a lot. They're professional, and they prep before they hit the ramp. That's the key. You know what I've noticed is um, it's starting to lighten up. It is. We're probably we're within 30 minutes of blast off. I don't know exactly when it'll be, but uh, man, the the boats are out there. They're ready to go, and uh, it's going to be fun. Hey, I was curious. What's the fastest you've ever been on the water? It's a, these things, these guys have just monsters, you know. Oh, it's uh, speed, unreal. Speed um, demons. Probably 70, and I didn't enjoy it. it. The sensation on the water is just magnified and just crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, My boat probably runs 62, 63, and I rarely ever do that. It has to be. Now, like it is right now, I would do it. Yeah, smooth. But, you know, one of the things that, you, you got to think about from a from a safety perspective is um, the stuff floating right below the surface that will not do your boat any good. Those you know, little stumps. <laughs> yeah, well, logs, yeah. trees, uh, those will not do any good. But I posted on uh, Facebook just yeah, I saw uh, that picture this week. Yeah. Uh, a guy was out trying to set a, a, a record. And had a blowout, uh, which is what they call it, and that's when you basically your boat loses contact with the water. Is is what happens uh, at about 103, 104 when it actually happened, and uh, that boat did not fare well. And believe it or not, the guys in the boat were not hurt. I don't know how that, they weren't. That's hurt. amazing. Because. Uh, you can you can watch the video and you, you, like I said you can go to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Facebook and you'll see the video. You can watch the video. You can see the boat starting to lose it. Yeah. Um, and and you know there's, there was a a point for just a second or two when he could have backed off on the on the gas and and saved the boat and and chose not to chose to push it and it was it was. Uh, it was extremely smooth surface, smooth water. It was it was calm. 
I mean, but man, that's just crazy. That's just crazy. It is going that fast. I it, it's I I don't I don't enjoy it just because there's so much there's so much trash in the water and we've had this much rain. I mean, you you literally have trees coming. I was I was down just watching the water come through the uh, the dam and uh, you, you see you'll see trees whole trees come through yeah spill spillways you remember that video a couple of years ago i showed you a guy was coming into an inlet and he mistimed the swells and it swallowed this 40 foot oh my uh like yeah. a fountain i mean offshore boat and he just timed the swells wrong he was going he wasn't going very fast but you know you just got to be real careful out there and that's you know I, every boat I, every boat i've seen you know i'm sure they're all checked for safety for the kill switch and and I know everybody's going to have their life jackets on today, so that's well. Most all the harder. tournaments, and, and this is no exception. You have to if the big motors run, and you got to have your life jacket on. Yep. And you've got to um, you got to have the kill switch attached. Um, you know and that was one of the things in that video. If you watched it all the way to the end after, because it was only uh, what it was a couple of minutes long, I guess. Right. If you watch it all the way in, the guy asked, "Is the motor still running?" Uh, and and the first thing that crossed my mind was, it better not be. No, better not <laughs> you, be. You're not in the boat. It better not be. So hopefully that was just kind of a joke because they laughed yeah. when he said it, uh, which I was glad to hear that. But, uh, again, it's, uh, you know, water is very unforgiving. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think about um, – you know the the number of people that have been pulled out. Um, you know, one of the the TWRA police captains. I was talking to him. He's since retired, and but I'll I'll never forget this. We were talking, and over his career, he had been involved in nearly thirty rescues on water uh, uh, deaths. And I asked him. I said, "How many of those do you remember?" He said, "All of them." Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, you never want to see that happen. And uh, these boats are so built for safety. It, it's crazy. But they're getting faster. They're getting, they're getting bigger. And, uh, and so making sure that you're safe and you do everything right is important. And that makes blast-off very interesting, all that power. Well, you know, they changed. It uh, used to be uh, almost <laughs> like a, uh, a Formula One start where Just everybody started at the same time. Shoot the gun. And they've changed that, and here one of the safety things they put in place is we're starting at Chester Frost. Uh, you, of course, you have to idle about a hundred yards till you get to the no wake zone buoys, uh, but you can't pass until you get to the river. So you've got about maybe what a half a mile to the to the actual river, right? And you can't pass. Now, up in Dayton, where they're running, you know, all those tournaments out of the city dock there, uh, they've got about uh, a mile and a half, I think, to get to the river. Right. They kind of snake through there. It does. And it goes through several no-wake zones. So, I mean, they're – and, they again, they can't pass, uh, which I think is is a good thing. And that was all uh, because, well, we had it happen here uh, up at uh, Saudi – uh, what now, 10 years ago or so? We were on the air, so it's been sometime in the last yeah. 15 years uh, where somebody took off and uh, guy had a, 
a, a steering cable broke, so his boat stopped and made a hard right, and somebody came right over the top of the boat. Right, I remember that. And uh, and and so it's just it's not worth it. You got to be careful. And uh, and but man, these boats are are something else, and the the trucks pulling them or something else. I mean, it's just a, it's an amazing thing to watch. It's an investment. <laughs> I look at all the dollar signs. Oh yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if it, if anybody'd notice a stowaway for a little while. <laughs> Some of those boats are big enough; they might not find me till three o'clock. I tell you what, uh, that one Silver Ranger that was here a few minutes ago with uh, yeah, uh, looked like a jet engine on the back of it. But I mean, it's just like that boat right there with uh, uh, I can't tell what the brand it is. It's a Phoenix, uh, two power poles, big motor. I mean, it's just it's something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the guy, these guys are serious and they enjoy the fishing, and 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 I don't blame them. Uh, but man, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a deal. You're you're putting some serious money in. Oh gosh, yeah. And that doesn't even begin to talk about the electronics. Oh gosh. And then what's inside the storage tackle boxes? There's another couple thousand dollars. Oh, the guy the guy I was fishing with it at at, uh, at Paris Landing had a an older Ranger. Uh, it was probably five six years old, and you know you can tell it had been weathered and stuff. <laughs> But he had side imagers on the front and the back. And wow. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. Uh, you know, you talk about five, $6,000 worth of imaging equipment right there. Yeah. Just not, for those two pieces. Not counting not counting all the other electronics. So, so man, it's good to see everybody coming out to support this. How many boats? There's been like 30, 35, 40 boats put in already. Oh, there's Maybe. more than that, I believe. I think we're well over 50 so far. They're still coming in. Yep. So it's uh, it's it's definitely something to see. Blast off is going to occur. If if you're near Chester Frost, you can make it for blast off. If you're not near, you're not going to make it for blast off. Um, but weigh in starts at three o'clock. Now, one of the other things I think we do here, which is really cool, is uh, big fish uh, every hour. Four 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 <laughs> four, four times. Uh, and and that, that actually I think that was introduced at this tournament originally. Here in the area, and uh, it's pretty cool too because now you got strategy, uh, and and where it really pays off, there's a penalty if you bring back a a fish that is not alive. So if you got a fish that is struggling, you can come and it's a good fish, come and weigh it in, and then uh, and then that counts towards your weight. And then you can get the fish back in the water. Right. Uh, so it, an interesting story last year they had a. Uh, no, nobody weighed in until the very last couple of minutes, and the boat pulled up, and they said nobody's weighed in yet. They grabbed a fish. They came in, two-and-a-half-pounder, won $250. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, timing. A lot of people were afraid that, oh, I don't have one big enough. Well, if they do pull up with the fish, uh, Brent has a megaphone, and he'll tell them what the weight is. Right. So it gives everybody a chance at least. That, uh, you know, and again, there's – it, this is definitely a fisherman-friendly tournament. Very much so. And, and just to participate, don't forget Sportsman's Warehouse donated a fishing kayak to give away. As a, I was, I was going to say what is in the... the, the it's the, a fishing kayak. The, the draw. So uh, you whether guys you, have some great kayaks over there. Yeah, whether they catch a fish or not, all they have to do is be here, and they'll draw a boat number, and they, they win the kayak. That's awesome. Incentive to stick around for That would have been us. <laughs> yeah. No, no fish and... <laughs> Why aren't we fishing this tournament? 
You have I've a show st- to do. I've st- we got a show to do. I've still got graduation. You need to get your graduation worked out. I don't. Don't get me going. You know, man, if we had a generator, we could actually do this show from a boat. I thought you hey. said electrical equipment and water don't mix. Well, as long as you keep it in the boat, you'd be okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not talking about trolling with it, but I know I know where you can get a generator. There you go. <laughs> Sportsman's aware. So we can <laughs> participate <laughs> next year while we talk. That works. Get we'll get we, a big get a big pontoon boat out there and, and oh that'd be fun oh yeah pontoon nothing we almost pushed the uh, talk monster Winnebago <laughs> into the lake that one well year. we tried yeah we were just gonna dump it in right down the ramp get the insurance money could have been the best thing that happened <laughs> of course we'd all be in jail now yeah. no <laughs> oops <laughs> parking brake no. failed oops yeah, yeah. accidents happen <laughs> if there's no witnesses it was truly an accident <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Yeah, we. I was. It wouldn't start for the longest time. I looked at him. I said, "Let's just push it in the water." (laughs) It's kind of slightly downhill. Yeah, exactly. Bless its heart. It went to the uh, happy motorhome heaven or whatever. (laughs) What do you do with a uh, a worn out? Somebody bought that thing, and I I don't know what they're doing with it. Scrapping it? Uh, Maybe I don't know. That'd be about what it was worth. At least it was colorful. Well, we do have a new van now, but they don't. Uh, they're going to get it uh, wrapped in a week or so, where it'll you'll know you'll identify it as it so, goes down. So the road. next year it'll look like the Tark Monster. Finally. Yes, yes. Cool. I heard they were still arguing about designs. I wonder if they're putting our picture on there. I hope so. They should. They should. We've been because we are the stars of WGOW. We've been on there long enough that they we should we should count now. I think so. And besides, you have a nice logo. Yeah. Yeah. See, our logo's good and put, you know, your face on the driver's door, my face on the passenger's door. Whenever you just open them up, there's Tony and Rob. <laughs> oh, man. Great ideas. Max is going, I'm not driving down the road with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, JD, let's go pay some bills. Lord help us. Uh, by probably the next time we come back, you're going to have uh, the blast off will be occurring if I, if I were to guess. So. I'm guessing so because I'm I'm seeing some real light conditions. Now. Yeah. All right, Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will be right back. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying, it exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent, he's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. 
Don't wait too late. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, broadcasting live from the 13th Annual Sportsman's Warehouse Green Tournament. We are truly live at Chester Cross Park. We're at the boat ramp. If you can't hear the engine and running in the background, take me with you. That is the the boats being loaded in. you got the boats all sitting out there ready to go. Blastoff is going to be occurring here shortly. going to be another exciting day. Did come back, uh, just came back from Paris, Tennessee, for the uh, Tennessee Wildlife Resources uh, Commission meetings. I should say Tennessee Fish and Wildlife Commission meeting. So Fish and Wildlife Commission. Huh? Or Wildlife and Fish, which is it? Tennessee Wildlife, <laughs> TWR, Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, and is the Tennessee Wildlife Fish and Game Commission. <laughs> I have to stop and think about that one. Ooh. I'm not sure you're right. <laughs> anyway, had a good uh, had a good time in Paris, Tennessee, at the world's largest catfish fry, and uh, where you had carp. I had carp. <laughs> no, I had carp in Nashville. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I had catfish in in Paris. Okay. Uh, but we went to a restaurant, and uh, it was pretty cool. It's right there on Kentucky Lake, and they had all of the, or I had a lot of uh, college teams mm-hmm. jerseys up on the walls because uh, i mean again they all stay there or a lot of them stay there and it's a res- kind of a resort it's got hotels and restaurant and store and all that stuff but in the store they had 80 something jerseys wow and uh, so i got to talking to the guy and uh and we were just chit-chatting and i said do you have a, a utc uh, bass fishing team jersey he said no it's, he said, there's two schools in the state of Tennessee I don't have, and that's one of them. I said, really? He goes, yeah, I just I haven't been able to get one. I said, you know, I started that team <laughs> back in 2008, and I think I have a few extra jerseys. Huh. And so I'm sending him a UTC jersey that awesome. he's going to put up on the wall down there. What was it? Do you know what the other school was? Uh, yeah, uh, Brian. Well, we hey, you are a problem solver. You've I, got connections with both. I told him. I said, <laughs> I've got the UTC jersey because I know I've got at least three. Right. And you can have one of those. I got I got that one. Right. And I said, uh, and I said I have connections at Brian. I'll reach out to them and see if I can get it for you. There's only two schools in the state of Tennessee you didn't have. Cool. So, um, now that and 
my credit card will get me dinner at that place again. But I don't know. Maybe you might get you know might, may get a free dessert if you. Bring I may get jersey. a discount yeah. if I if I can get him those two jerseys. Well, I think we've got safe light, gentlemen. Looks, well, looks like uh, they're starting to go. Or somebody on the other side that is definitely going. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Going. They're not part of the tournament, but they are definitely motoring down through there. Going nothing. They're gone. Yep, there goes the boats. Number one is passing, as we speak, the uh, the no-wake zone buoy. Blast-off is happening. And we got two there Sportsman's Warehouse teams today, so I hope they uh, represent us well today. Well, they will be good sports out on the water. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Plus, they got nice-looking jerseys. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish we had some nice-looking jerseys. I, yeah. I, I tried, you know. <laughs> well, now, they've had these jerseys for 13 years. He didn't try real hard. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is only a year old, so. <laughs> uh, no, this is uh, this is really something. And, and the boats are, the official blast off is, is happening. So about 15 minutes before safe lot, it's, uh, it's occurring. And this is always kind of exciting to watch. Um, well, we had one blast off. One, is is that the is that the rabbit? Is that the one going out to make sure that everything's yeah. okay? Yeah, he's yeah exactly. <laughs> That's the test boat. Make sure that you know there's no Loch Ness monster or something out there lurking. You know they do that in uh, in in like NASCAR when it's been raining. Yeah. They'll send somebody out. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey guinea pig, get out there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time it was actually Dale Earnhardt Senior was the one that went out, and I'm like, really? You're gonna send the star of your of your circuit out there that might wreck in in the rain? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, now they're now they're now they're all idling through. Yeah, there we go. So now it's blast off happening. Over fifty boats taken off to participate in the thirteenth annual Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament. You know, I we could we could have fished. You could skip graduation. Good lord. Are they going to take inventory? I mean, a uh, rolled call. So actually, yes, they do, and <laughs> I would have had to. Well, I guess I could have gotten off on religious, uh, either sick or religious grounds. You know, come on, Rob. Fishing's a religion. Hey, you know it's part. You know, I now that now they're serious. They're all going. Yep. Yeah, that's that's neat to watch. I enjoy this. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It is, uh, and you know, so many people have not ever seen these things take off, and uh, and they idle and and hit it, and they're gone. So, what's the fuel consumption on these things? Uh, yeah, they, about two waves to a gallon. <laughs> Man, I tell you. Yeah, they they definitely sucking some fuel. There's no doubt. And uh, a thunderous roar of those big 200 horsepower engines. Yeah, if, you, if they're in the money, they can at least pay for the gas, right? So. Well, we got one guy going the other way. He knows where he's going, I guess. Well, you know that's uh, that happens. You yep. always have one or two that decide to stay right here in the. Whatever's been working for him is right here in the in the. Uh, Didn't you win a tournament right here? I, I did uh, a crappie tournament. We had a crappie tournament, uh, and it was so cold that we had to keep dipping the rod into the water to get the ice out of the guides. <laughs> and that sounds like fun. And we said there was no way in Hades we were going to fire up the big motor. Never started the big motor except to put it back on the boat mm-hmm. on the trailer. Uh, we used a trolling motor all day, stayed right in the park, and won the tournament. <laughs> and never got really cold. That's the way that. you do it. That's the way you do it right there. So but, all, all these guys have their favorite spots already mapped out, and they, they know exactly where they're going. They do. Oh, yeah. So there goes another one to the 
peeling off. Yep. Going behind us. Oh, they've got their probably their top four spots picked out, and if somebody's in one of them, you know, they'll cool. go to the number two spot or three or four. And so the other big tournament out of Dayton, those guys have to come quite a ways to get to these guys' spots. Oh, yeah. So. I wonder how many. We didn't get to talk to any fishermen today. I wonder how many of those are going to run up towards the Hawassi. Uh, because, see, the, the Dayton tournament, this they've made the cut. So I don't know how many they've got. I know there will only be 10 boats tomorrow. But I don't know how many they got today. I don't know if it's 20 or. Uh, For some reason, 36 in my head, but I can't. Maybe 30. I mean, it's something way less than 160 they started with. Right. So you don't have near the competition uh, that uh, that you would have so or that you had a couple of days ago. Yeah, but still, that's, you know, 30 boats up there. Let's say it's 30. That's a lot. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of boats. A lot of a lot of good fishermen is the problem. These guys know what they're doing and they're very good at what they do. And you get a lot of guys together that know what they're doing. Where's the high school tournament today? Isn't there a big one? Uh, the high school tournament, the uh, the big one up at Dayton's coming in August. That's going to be the. No, I'm sorry, that's college bass. Sorry, wrong. There's so many tournaments. Yeah, <laughs> so many tournaments. The uh, there is a there is a state high school tournament. Oh oh oh. Uh, it is, where is it? I, 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 I've i got a buddy of mine, son is fishing in it. Um, well, good luck to him. Let's see if I, I can tell you right here in just a second. Douglas Lake. The high school state championship is on Douglas Lake okay. today. So. so fishing, fishing, fishing. I knew that fishing season was uh, coming up because I uh, noticed at the store the uh, items for sale went up crazy when you count hooks and worms and all the plastics and right the average ticket was in the the tank but the items for sale were high and that's because fishermen are buying all those wonderful lures fishermen amaze me why is it they have to have that certain six inch chartreuse whatever it is because the fish <laughs> the colorblind fish want certain things <laughs> yeah, the, the fishermen if they have something that has been lucky they'll come and buy every single package of it off the oh yeah eggs. it's crazy um hey Max, I didn't ask for mosquitoes, okay? Uh, I didn't bring the spray. I need my Sawyer's, <laughs> the white stuff. Yes, the Sawyer. White uh, stuff. Yeah, the white stuff. Not it's, the yellow stuff, the white stuff. The yellow stuff's for ticks, right? No, the yellow <laughs> stuff is for clothing. The white stuff is for you. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, did you, you didn't bring any with you? No, but, you know, I have had many people come into the store looking for the yellow they, stuff because they, of you. Rob, if you will just... Uh, take this and just kind of do this you know it'll keep them blown away I'll just, from you. what i'll just do is i'll just take my uh Paper. show prep notes and yeah just kind of <laughs> thank you thank you fan him like an knock Egypt, them off of him there like like fan him like an egyptian slave over <laughs> well that's kind of what he treats you like in a way are you sure they're mosquitoes i'm not i'm not questioning i'm not questioning your outdoor i've seen a lot of caddis flies and i had one i don't on know it. what it was it, it was buzzing around and looked like it's caddis okay it's caddis that, hey, match the hatch. Yeah, there. He just caught one. Well, it. Well, <laughs> smished one. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Bugs. <It's> murderer. <laughs> well, it looks Bug like killer. All all the boats got away <laughs> safely and sound, and everybody's running. That's a good thing. So it's. That's something to watch. We've already got two guys staked out over here on the flats. You got two over here, and you got three behind us. Um, there's a hump right over there where that guy is. Uh, and some stumps on the on the 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 falling edges of the humps. 
So it is fun. It I got, is fun. I got stuck over there in a kayak. How did you get stuck in a kayak? <laughs> I got into the – it was real low water, and I got into the the stumps over there and couldn't get turned around. And, I don't uh, believe I'd have told that. Not on an outdoor radio show. <laughs> well, no, it was low water, and, and, you know, those stumps, once they get low, you can get hung on them. Oh, yeah. So – and I don't have a depth finder on my kayak, so. It's called a paddle. Well, <laughs> that or jump overboard, either way. How deep is it? Well, it's over five foot nine. How do you know? I went in. Because <laughs> I'm five foot. I'm five foot eight. <laughs> yep. Well, here comes the uh, the the fishing manager. Why, why is the fishing manager not fishing? Uh, he's got to go manage. He's got to go back to the store and work. Oh. He fished it last year. He uh he, yeah his, his <laughs> boss is mean, but Mike did fish it last year and uh, somewhere in the bottom of the lake is his keys. <laughs> oh, that's always great. So, a bad day. That's how you. Got, I had a bad day. No kidding. So that's uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever gone fishing when I didn't lose something. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. There's no doubt. That's I, how I figured it works. The fish I were catching were about forty-nine bucks a pound. <laughs> that happens though. Mike Evett is the. Uh, Man with all the answers today, in case you have any questions of what they're actually going to be biting on today. See, so. Well, all you got to do is throw a hook where the water's wet and you're good. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go pay some bills. When we come back, we'll have uh, David is on hold. David, the truck driver, who knows where he's at, but we'll find out. We'll be right back okay. on Tony Thanks. Sanders Outdoors. Well, my baby, she's been watching all my hunting videos. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or on a landscaping crew, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. 
Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging out here at Chester Cross Park. Uh, J.D., go ahead and punch in David right now. We'll talk to him. Morning, David, gentlemen. how are you doing? How you doing, man? Good. How's everybody? I'm kind of jealous you guys are out. Beautiful morning like this, watching everybody go fishing. It's oh, good day for that. Good day for it. It would be better if we were going fishing ourselves. Well, now, you've got a very good point there. I, I just crossed the <laughs> Chattahoochee River into Georgia out of Alabama, so I'll be finishing my day here in about 30 minutes, and I think I'm going to make a stop on my way home at Sportsman's. I've still got a few gift cards from Christmas to burn through. and There you go. You know. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, Rob. Uh, I was just listening about the T-shirts. He, I think I heard Tony say he had three of those UTC ones, and he gives one to that fellow he was talking about, and that leaves one for me and you, doesn't it? I would think so. <laughs> that works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> that oh, definitely yeah. works. Listen, I, I checked. The, I was taking a break a few minutes ago, and I was looking at the Compass Auction, and I found a set of four dimes i'm gonna bid on i i think i can probably get them for 40 cents i mean that's 10 cents a piece i figured that'd probably be pretty that's good face value, isn't it? On yeah that's face value well yeah, i don't know that, i don't know if they'll let you bid 40 cents <laughs> <laughs> i think the minimum might be a little higher uh it could be <laughs> okay well listen you guys enjoy your day uh what what time did you say weigh-in was three o'clock three o'clock Okay, well, I might get out that direction and just watch a little bit that this afternoon. I hope they have a real good fishing day. There's obviously some storms out to the south and the west of us, but maybe they'll maybe they'll get their live wells full before all that hits. I hope I hope they do, and uh, and I hope it hope it stays dry for way into. So, oh, yes, all sir. right. Well, listen, you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, David. Man, uh, David, uh, always always fun to hear where he's calling from. Number one. Oh yeah. And uh, but he is a. Have you done? You have you done? Have you scheduled your fishing thing yet with him? No, I haven't okay. touched base with him yet on that. Hey, we have uh, tournament director extraordinaire Brent Brady with us. Brent, how are you this morning? Good morning, guys. It's Batman and Robin here this morning. The dynamic duo. Oh, I, good I, Lord. Thank you guys for another, what, 13 years that you guys have been coming? 12 or 13 for sure. Yeah, I get, no, the first one, yeah, this will be the 13th, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. matter of fact, it started right after we started the show. It's funny, you know, Rob uh, and Tony, we, we both worked uh, the wild game dinners earlier in the season, and we oh, talk yeah. about it, and, man, you blink, and it's here, and, you know, here we are another year, we're, you know, like the caller just called in and talked about, we've got some rain out to the west of us that we're monitoring right now. And, you know, Tony, anytime I get this question a lot, um, you know, what do you do in a situation where there's inclement weather, especially, you know, um, any kind of thunder and lightning or tornadic weather, uh, we allow the anglers to get off the lake. They they have full discretion to load up and get in their trucks if they feel like, you know, this a uh, it's a bad situation, so um, you know we're monitoring that today. And they all have—I'm term, as tournament director—they all have my cell number, and so we we do watch that things in case people are interested in that. So you know it, uh, and if, as long as it's not lightning or really bad uh, wind, it's not that bad. No, I mean being on the water is—you know—it makes it may make you a little uncomfortable. It doesn't it may it actually make the fishing better. It, it, it does. Tony, I know you guys got a loyal fan base, and, and we're going to do something this morning. The first person that was listening 
that's been listening this morning, obviously in order to win this, if they will come by Chester Falls Park, uh, we will give them a free Hardy's biscuit this morning. And Hyde's Automotive, uh, one of our corporate sponsors, is giving away a free oil change. So, but they've got to come here and they got to tell us what is Silverdale's mascot, and they've got to uh, see us. So, whoever's the first one that comes today, they can get a free biscuit and an oil change. That's a pretty good deal. That is. Now, are we going to tell them what the mascot is? No, nope. we haven't said it. No, and we're not going to. So, so they're, they're going to yeah. have to track down. Yes, what that is on their own. Yes, absolutely. There's yeah. a couple of people walking around with shirts that may give it away. Yes, exactly. And I, let me say, anyone currently in the parking lot is not eligible okay. to win. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Why, is, why does that always the happen athlete. to me? I swear. The athletic director's going, but wait a minute, I could win. Uh, exactly. No, but uh, uh, you know, Tony, it's it's great. We got a youth division today, which is is very good for these eighteen and under anglers that maybe you know are new to the sport and they say, hey, we don't get to fish as much as some of these older guys that have more time, and so we have that today. Um, we have four big fish hours, and uh, that starts at eight o'clock. So how does how could if I had my grandson and we were fishing, could I fish in the same boat and still be he being the youth and me being the the old man? Right. Well, you guys would you know you compile your your total right. Creole before right. the overall, but yes, he would be in the youth division. You would be, okay. in, and that okay. would be a great opportunity to introduce them. So, hey, how about how about next year? Uh, it's you know it's it's probably uh, and I guess if I'd have thought about it, his dad would have probably taken him uh-huh. uh, today. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I actually said this at the commission the other day. Uh, we asked him what he wanted to do, and uh, and we were real close to um, Chuck E. Jesus. Uh-huh. And this is an eight-year-old, right? Uh, yeah. And he said he wanted to go fishing instead of Chuck E. Jesus. So um, I'm like doing the, you that's raised, a win. You raised him yes. right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so he went fishing, and then he went to Chuck E. Jesus the next day. <laughs> but it was it was kind of fun. and uh, But it is it is great to see these youth get out there and, uh, and it, that's let's face it, that's the biggest thing that we're we're facing as as a sport, whether it's hunting, fishing, whatever, is keeping the youth involved. It is, Tony. Last weekend, I was a boat captain. I, I coached um, Silverdale's fishing team, and we had right at 200 boats out of Dayton for the Battle of Chickamauga, and that was last Saturday. And uh, um, you know, the lake right now is very interesting. Uh, fish have finished spawning for the most part. That's not to say, you know, we, we talk about our, you know, one rule of thumb when we're doing seminars, I talk about a lot is, Tony, would you say it's fair to say the majority of people in the United States eat dinner between 6 and 7 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But that doesn't mean, Rob, that people don't eat at 4.30 or eat at 9 o'clock, right? Right. It's kind of like the fish right now. The majority of the fish on this lake have already spawned, but that doesn't mean there's still some that haven't spawned. Now, the deal is, though, um, you take some of the deep offshore anglers that like throwing deep crankbaits and swim baits. Those fish haven't quite showed up yet because the war temperature hadn't gotten warm right. enough, and they haven't made that full move out. But yet, they're not all the way still shallow. They're kind of in between. So today, Tony, is kind of a mixed bag. I don't, you know, some guys may fish shallow in the morning and deeper in the afternoon. So um, there's there's not one pattern right now that's just a lock. So. Well, we got we got two boaters. Oh, uh, one boater, I guess. I guess the other guy. No, there he nope. is over there. Yep, so you got two boaters working the, the shallow hump right here in the park. you got three boaters behind us uh, that peeled off and went behind us. Yep. So they obviously feel like the, the shallower, because uh, it's really not, what, more than eight feet deep back through here? 
No, and, and, and in, in, in the back, Tony, you know, you're in two foot of water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. so you got some guys thinking shallow is where they're at right now, but it would be interesting to see, like you said, it's not warm enough yet to get them down into 30 and 40 feet. So it would be interesting to see where they actually find them today. Yep, absolutely. And so, Where did they find them in the, the bass tournament last week? You know, last week in my boat, guys, we caught uh, 19 fish, and, and we finished 29th, got a check, um, and we caught all of our fish in about two foot of water. Right. So um, uh, throwing plastics. And I think that you're going to see a lot of fish caught like that. You know, a lot of those big fish, when we start waiting for big fish hours, they'll be long and lean, meaning they've already spawned and, you know, so – um, Rock, right. curious about trout. You, you, you're the trout guru. When do trout spawn as opposed to bass? Like bass is going on. What's the trout? Brown trout spawn in November. Okay. Uh, and the big thing that most people say, uh, the rainbow trout's usually about December. Okay. Uh, the brook trout spawn February. And the big thing they say about uh, the spawning time is if you see if you're waiting a trout stream that is has natural reproduction, yep. you'll see like uh, almost like a bluegill cleaning spot, you know, like a, 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 a hole, and that's called a red. And they say try to avoid stepping on those because you're probably stepping on the next generation of trout. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, but yeah, they spawn in the winter months. I got gotcha. you. Okay, very Which, cool. While they have success, because it's too cold for many fishermen to go out. Tony, we got another week left in turkey season. Uh, yes, one yeah. more. Yeah, and I haven't been out yet, so don't look at me. I haven't been either. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm I'm targeting to go good this week. Good uh, to at least try to get in one hunt. I picked we picked the bad bad profession to to hunt turkey. Tony, isn't it funny and and Rob that people and and a long time ago uh, I used to be in the rod business. But when you get in the hunting and fishing business, whether it's a radio show or, or selling tackle or something like that, you get into it because you love the outdoors, but you find out that you get to do that less and less because of the time constraints, don't you? Oh, there's no doubt. And, and probably one of the best things uh, Benny Hull ever told me when I started this was, he goes, look, once you start doing it and making money at it, it's a business. Yes. And it's, it's no longer about going out. And you know, enjoying yourself, whatever it's it's a business to you, and, and that, those rare times you can get out there and enjoy yourself is a lot of fun. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, JD, punch up a commercial. We'll go pay our final break of the day. Those those final commercials, and when we come back, we'll wrap it up here at Chester Frost Park, Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Thanks. It sits above the mantle. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Wrapping it up on this Saturday morning from our live broadcast from Chester Frost Park at the Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament. The 13th annual. Sportsman's Warehouse Fisherman's Dream Bass Tournament. Hey, you going to make it back for 14? I hope so. <laughs> Probably have graduation again. Oh, first Saturday in May. Well, I know I'll have graduation again. We're, we're booked for next year. Do you 14. think uh, Brent would let us have a fishing rod out of his boat? 
I think so. It's about the only fishing rod I know that's around here. And I don't have time to run to Sportsman's Warehouse and get back and fish. Well, there's a golf cart. We could take that to Sportsman's Warehouse. That's true. That's true. They don't open for another two hours. Oh. Uh, by the way, I have to be there at 9 o'clock, so. <laughs> I'll but, miss the big fish hours here. But you'll be back for the weigh-in. Absolutely. 3 o'clock, be here. It's all, you know, it's so funny. Though. It's so hectic from about 5 o'clock till about 6.30. And then it's like, poof. Yeah. There's, lo- there's like a lot of vehicles and us in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> That's it. We had an audience, and then the audience is gone. Well, how is that any different than the other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not. I don't Ho- know. Hopefully 3 o'clock we'll have a great turnout, and it'll be a good way in, some good fishing coming in. I hope so. I hope so. This is man. This is such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. I wish we could figure out a way to do show outside all the time. Max, to. will you just come do show with us outside all the time? Sure. See. Yeah. All right, we got Max. All right, we got Max. We get, we get a pontoon boat, and we, we will be mobile on the water. I don't know why we haven't done. I think with the new equipment, we probably can do. Um, we can do live from a boat now. Yeah, we can. As long as we got a generator and some power, we can do it. And I can get a very quiet generator at Sportsman's Warehouse. It. It's such a deal I have for you today. <laughs> Come on and see us. Or we can get somebody to let us use their uh, houseboat. Or, oh, that would work. <laughs> you know, that would work. <laughs> Did I mention Sportsman's Warehouse today? 153 and Lee Highway? I, no, sure. I haven't heard anything about that. Open 9 to 9 today. This will be the 13th time. That <laughs> and it's where? 153 in Lee Highway. All right. Yeah, no, I think I've is, seen that. Yeah, go see him starting at 9 o'clock. Uh, come out here to the weigh-in at 3 o'clock and uh, bring a fishing pole with you so you can fish while they're while you're weighing in. and While you're waiting for the weigh-in, yeah. yeah. yeah it looks like the weather will break for weigh-in, so hopefully. Good. Good. I, just, I can't get over how calm it is now. Yeah. We had prayers answered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we definitely did. Yeah. We've We're, been out here in... In rain, cold, rain, cold, hot, sunshine, hot, hot, humid, muggy, and today was just about perfect. It's it's a little cool, but not cold. You know, it's funny. You get, we always joke when we go into the studio that uh, the temperature drops three or four degrees before we come back out. Oh yeah, you could feel it today drop mm-hmm. while we were out here. Yeah, I we were off air and I leaned over to him and I said, "You can feel the temperature dropping, can't you?" He said, "Oh yeah." It's all. Yeah, when I got cold. here. At 4 o'clock, it was warm outside. My car said 60, uh, upper 60s when I was yeah. driving over here. Hey, a couple things. Don't forget uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Banquet's coming up about a month from now, uh, probably four weeks from now. Uh, that is at the Shrine Temple over in East Brainerd. Starts at 5 p.m. Sportsman's Warehouse is handling all the firearms and such for them. Friends of NRA coming up on the 20th of July. That's going to be at the Westin again. That also doors open at 5, and again, Sportsman's Warehouse is taking care of that. So be sure and check all those things out coming up. Gotten through the big rush. Now we're down to the, the stragglers. Yep. Seen a few boats come in a little bit late, but, you know, maybe they overslept a little bit. Yeah, that's all right. Fish, hey, fish are still there. Yeah, and, hey, their fishing could be worse. Could be worse. So what's the best time of day to catch a fish? <laughs> what time is it? Whenever they're biting. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Whenever they're biting. So. No, this has been fun. It uh, has been. I, I appreciate uh, Max getting up and coming out here at 4 a.m. Next year we'll have a truly talk monster. With I your picture on it and with, logo. Yeah, picture and logos. I like that I like, idea. I like our pictures on the doors. I really like that. Ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. So what? So what are you saying, Max? <laughs> I'm saying it ain't happening, <laughs> and and I ain't driving it. Oh, come on now. No, I'll bring my car or something. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really feeling the love. I'm getting right a now. complex now. I, mean, I get shot at if I drove around with you two on. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that one. All right, so we got uh, just a couple of minutes here left. Uh, one of the things that um, will affect all of you uh, deer hunters that we did at the commission meeting is we are now allowing natural scents. Uh, never really un- unallowed it. Uh, it was actually going into effect on uh, March of 19, and we reversed that as long as it's part of the uh, the certified uh, testing where it's CWD-free, then right. it's, it will be allowed. So that was a reversal from what we put in place last year. Uh, so, Carl, you can still sell the, the natural urine scents. Uh, and... Uh, and I think it was the right thing for us to do. Yeah, we got some that. we got some research information that led us to believe that maybe the decision that we made wasn't necessary, and so uh, it was a unanimous reversal on that. So glad to hear it. So that'll be coming up. Uh, also, changing the uh, the uh, some of the stuff that's happening in the CWD zones. Uh, there'll be more on that. We'll talk about that more as we get closer to the, the hunting season. I'm trying to think what else was. Significant, a lot of research we're doing. Yeah, y'all gave a ton of money to a research projects. We did. We funded a couple of big research projects that is uh, that we're excited about. Uh, one of them about ducks, uh, doing a lot of stuff with Asian carp, and uh, the uh, who is it? Uh, Tennessee Tech. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So all that stuff is important. We've got about 30 seconds, man. Anything you want to say? Have a great weekend. Have fun. If you head out on the water, wear your life vest, please. Carl, thank you so much for hosting this event again. My pleasure to be here with you guys. And uh, I guess we'll see you, if not before, uh, <laughs> first Saturday of May next year right here. You got it. Again. Max, thanks so much. Thank JD, Max. thanks for pressing our buttons, man. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll see you next year and week. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.